Welcome to Emerge, and this is our podcast. Emerge is a place where we're all about raising champions fully devoted to Christ. We want to say thank you for joining us today. We hope that this message encourages and uplifts you. Enjoy the message. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1 from verses 26 to 28. I read. God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. and the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'll be talking about something that is is um, very strong in my heart. And I started the teaching two weeks ago in the first two services, you know. Um, it's called Endless Possibilities. Endless Possibilities. When you look at the way I believe God created every one of us, there is so much potential in us. Potential, I call, is the innate ability in either man or a machine to achieve success or to do what they have been created to do. I love cars, especially classic cars. And when you look at a classic Ferrari or, or one that is even made now, you realize that they have been made to speed. The one who determines how far the Ferrari goes is the driver, not the engine capacity. Because no matter how good or how fast the capacity of that car is, whoever is driving that car is the one that will step on the pedal. Or maybe you're looking out for the cops so that you don't get a ticket. Praise God. The Bible enjoins us not to compare ourselves with selves because people that do so say it's not wise. But if you must compare yourself at all, you need to compare yourself with the potential that is on you. Hallelujah. The mandate that God gave to man here at creation is the best thing that could ever happen to man apart from the experience of being born again. The Bible said that God blessed man and said to man, be fruitful, multiply, have dominion and replenish the earth. In that mandate of dominion is endless possibilities. Endless. 
Praise the Lord. When I look at the church today, and I must tell you the truth, at times I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated when I see an individual who has been packaged by God to do exploits, begin to struggle or settle for less. When God created you and I, he didn't create us to settle for less. The society has done it so much now that they've been able to convince many of us that at the level of mediocrity is the best some people can get to. And many have bought into it. Praise God. You know, because I travel a lot. If you go to UK, for instance, and you're in London, and even most ATMs in America, the money dispenses to you is in the denomination of 20s. $20, $10, 20 pounds, or 10 pounds. And one day I sat and I asked myself, this is not the highest denomination in this nation. Why is it dispensing the lower ones? It's to condition your brain to the lower ones. You go to an ATM, and you want money. This will happen to me this past month. I went to a bank. I wanted some money. They told me the best it can give me is 300 pounds a day. I wanted a thousand pounds. They said the best it can dispense is 300. I have more than a thousand in my account. And I have more than 300. Why? They are saying to me, measure the way you take life. Because what exactly are you trying to buy that you are looking for a thousand? Is anybody hearing me? These are very subtle things. And many of us, we have settled for it. That's why somebody will celebrate a C in, in school. I'm, I'm messing you up right now. I'm telling you, if I can succeed in messing you up, I think I've done a good job today. I'm telling you. Because the truth is that there's nothing to celebrate about it. And that's the truth. Why is it the truth? You measure, you look at your potential and say to yourself, can I do better than this? Then if you can't, then there's nothing to celebrate. That's why a man that goes to the Olympics and is looking for gold does not celebrate silver. Everybody say you are second number two in the world, number two. They say, no, no, I didn't come here for number two. Because I'm telling you, people really don't celebrate silver. No talk of bronze. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Praise God. In Genesis chapter 11, just to let you know the, the possibility or the potential that God put in man. There's the story of the Tower of Babel from verses 1 to 6. Genesis 11, 1 to 6. The Bible says that these people came together and they said, let us build a tower that will go straight to the heavens. God created the heavens and the earth in Genesis chapter 1. 
by chapter 11, people were already thinking of going higher to heaven. Let me ask you a question. There has never been a prototype of that kind of tower before. How did they get it? That tells you the potential that God put in man. That they were able to think like that and say, you can build this into the tower to heaven. Who was their architect? Because they must have had a drawing. And they said to themselves, let us make brick and mortar so that we can use this. Who told them that they needed that? Because go and read scripture. From chapter 1 to chapter 10, there is no example. There's no example. Don't tell me nobody has done well in your family. That's your example. No, 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 no. You can be different. You can be different. I love what Winston Churchill said. You know, I was looking at his quotes. And one of the quotes of Winston he used to be the Churchill, used to be the Prime Minister of England in, 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 at the time of World War II. You know one of the things he said? Is that the future will be kind to me because I intend to write it. You have the power, you have the potential in you to write your future. How it looks like. Not the future of struggling. No. A future of more than enough. That people should be able to look at you and say, thank God for thy child that brought our family out of poverty. Praise God. Why then are we not maximizing potential? Why then are we not creating possibilities or making things to happen? The positive killers, number one, is lack of self-confidence. Lack of self-confidence. This means not believing in your own abilities. Not believing in your own abilities. It is writing yourself off. More people have written themselves off more than people around you. Not believing in your own self. Meanwhile, when God created you, he created you with the best of abilities. Hallelujah. In Judges chapter 6, Judges chapter 6, from verses 12 to 15, the case of Gideon. The angel appeared to Gideon, and Gideon was hiding. And, and the angel said to Gideon, you go and deliver Israel from the Midianites. The first thing that Gideon says is that, where are all the miracles that our fathers talked about? I thought my parents left Africa to come to America. Where are the opportunities in America? You have started your own work. Create it yourself. Start creating it too. Oh, someone said to me, oh, my, my father has not been there. Can you be there for yourself? Let's leave your father out of it now. You have a life and you have a name. Create the life for yourself. And it is possible. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Gideon said, in the whole of Israel, my family is the least. 
As a matter of fact, in that family, my clan is just, me, I'm just, uh, this is a man God is calling a man of valor. Do you know the way God sees you? Why are you looking at yourself the other way? You know, you know, growing up for me and some of my friends, we lacked money. There was no money. But we didn't lack confidence, though. Hmm. We walked into places that we could not afford to buy the things they were selling. And we walked around like we wanted to buy. When I first came to America, ask my wife this. There was a time every Saturday I would leave the house and I'm going to check out uh, home shows, you know, where people are showing homes. And I'm looking at some homes, a million dollars and all that. And I'm going, and she said, it's, it's, it, we, we don't have money. I said, they don't charge for show. For <laughs> All I'm doing is to pump myself up, to charge my faith, to come up higher. There's nothing to be afraid of, to get into Nimamakos, even though I might not afford, be able to afford what they are selling. But I can go around because they don't charge for looking. What those things do is that it builds your confidence. So that when the time comes and you are able to afford it, nobody needs to convince you. You've been built up. Praise God. I remember we went to parties. I mean, of children of governors. And we walked into the state house without being invited. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Without being invited. Only one person was invited, but seven of us showed up. But the way we walked in, you will not have the sense of mind to ask whether I was invited or not. I'm talking confidence, though. I'm telling you. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> That's it. Many have killed the possibilities in them because of lack of self-confidence. Gideon eventually delivered Israel and this was the man who was complaining that he had nothing. Number two, possibility killer. People's comments. People's comments. In 1 Samuel 17, 1 Samuel 17, from 27 to 29, is the story of David. When his father told him to go and check out his brothers at war, when he showed up, he had Goliath speaking. That I would deal with anybody here. I would do this. I would do that. And David looked and said, ah, who is this guy talking like this? He said, what will, what will be given to whoever deals with this guy? Ah, they said he will be the king's in love. And he won't pay taxes. So, ah, won't it be nice to marry Ivanka? And then, uh, that's the king, uh, the president's uh, daughter. You know? And then, not to pay taxes in America. That's not a bad deal. What do I need to do? He said, kill this man. Ah, I will kill this man. <laughs> Praise God. And Eliab came and said to him, what's wrong with you? You are so full of yourself. What happened to what our parents said you should watch over? 
those few sheep. Now you have come here and you are asking about war. Don't you know this man has been a man of war all his life? If you allow people's comments to get to you, you will never get to your destination. I'm hoping that you yourself, you have a vision. People's comments. When this church started, people told us that what you are trying to do is impossible because this church was seven months old. We had fewer or about this number when we started raising money for the building fund. Our tithe and offering was not maybe more than 2,000 and some change. And yet, we had a proposal to build that church for $1.6 million. And people said, who will give the money? Out of 70 people? Who? They said it so much that I had it. And then some started leaving the church. Are we not living our dream now? If I listen to what people said concerning this youth center, we will not be here today. You will not be sitting here today. You say, why would they want to build? Where is the money coming from? Where do we get the money? And they want to build cars. They don't want to build. What is the... I didn't listen to anybody. Maximizing your potential. Praise the Lord. David went ahead. And he fought Goliath. And he destroyed Goliath. Because of that, he was celebrated. Praise the Lord. You know, 1986, I had sat for my CPA exam equivalent in Nigeria. And I had failed. But... I, there's no, I just couldn't accept failure. It's not going to happen. I said, I'm going to do it again. My dad told me, don't worry about the exam. I think it's taking hold of you. You know, maybe you should just forget it for a while. Then you can come back later. I said, I will listen to him if you can answer one question. And the question I asked my dad is very simple. I said, sir, whom have you seen that died because of studying for an exam. <laughs> a lot of people today, you'll be so glad that your dad is saying, don't go. <laughs> That's the, you know, if you take an easy option in life, you are going nowhere. Because life will always give you easy options. And part of it is life to speak to you that, don't worry, it's too hard for you. Just relax and then look for the simple one. Really. When you finish, you will go out into the world and you realize that there is nothing easy out there. Nothing is given to you free of charge out there. You fight for it. My dad said, it's not met anyone. I said, thank God, because I'm not going to die. I went, I did the exam. Of course, I passed. I knew it meant well. But in my mind and spirit, I said, I'm not going to give in to anything that will stop me from achieving my goal. Is anybody hearing me? 
I don't care how many times you've tried one thing, it appears as if it's not working. Unless you don't have a vision to succeed, you go back for it and get the best out of it. Can somebody say a good amen? amen. Number three. I have ten more minutes. Endless possibilities lies in minor opportunities. Minor. Most opportunities in life show up in small bits and pieces. When Jesus, the deliverer of the world, was going to show up, he showed up in a manger. People will have missed him out, but he showed up in a manger. Moses showed up in a basket on moving water. Everybody would have overlooked him. And this was the man that took Israel out of poverty and slavery. You will realize in life that big time promotion does not come showing up big. It comes in little bits. Little bits. It is those who have been faithful in little that God eventually exalts. In Luke chapter 19, Luke chapter 19, the story of the parable of talents. And you know the story. They said one man was about to travel. He gave five talents to one of his servants. He gave two to another one. He gave one to the other one. And he said, please trade with it. When I come back, I will get an account from you. And the man went away. And when this man came back, the one with five had doubled his talents to ten. The one with two had doubled to four. The one with one said, no, 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 I don't want to lose this. And this man is a very wicked man. He went and he dug it and he hid it. The question today is that the more you hide your talent, the more you are the one missing out. You know what happened? When they saw this man with five became ten, they took from the one who had one and gave it to the one who had ten. And they now gave him to be in charge of ten cities. When he started, he started with only talents. But because he had performed so well, they gave him ten cities. You see, what happens in life is that people test you with something small. When you are faithful with it, then when you come for the big one, nobody's going to doubt you because they've seen your faithfulness. Praise the Lord. I love reading biographies of people, especially people who have succeeded because I just get inspiration from it. And there's a man in Nigeria. How many of you also know Aliko Dangote? You've heard of him before. He's the richest black man in the whole world. So, breaking news, if you have not heard. <laughs> the last time I checked, you are black. You better go and find out so that I can take inspiration from him. <laughs> he started with $3,000 loan from his uncle. 1977. That was the year I left high school. He had 3,000 loan, and today is a billionaire. He did not only pay the money back, but he expanded himself. There are many of us sitting down here, the kind of money that passes through your hands. The issue is that, are you using everything to buy clothes? <laughs> or you are just saying, you know what? This money 
can serve as my seed money. Let me begin to do something with it and train it over and turn it over and over. So that by the time you are even finishing college or, or you are even 30, you've gone so far. You've gone so far. It starts like this. I have a friend who was in high school. I, mean, I, I, I started doing business when I was in high school. At age 13, I started business. Age 13. Because I knew some people, they would tell us to cut grass and all that, not to mow the lawn, to cut. I'm, I know my English very well. <laughs> so, so don't say, oh, what does he mean by that? I say, yeah, exactly what I said, what? To cut it. Because to cut is different from mowing the grass. When you mow, you use the machine. When you cut, you are the machine. <laughs> are, are you getting my point right now? And I knew some guys came from rich homes and they couldn't cut. And I knew some guys came from homes that were, you know, poor. And those ones, they can cut five portions. So I became the middleman. I will get him more grass to cut. And I will ask you, the one that comes from the rich, I will take your lunch on Sunday. Sunday lunch in the boarding house is the best lunch. If anybody went to boarding school, you will know what I'm talking about. And I will take about three plates from three people. Look at what I'm doing now. I was 13 years old. From three people, take three plates and three portions of grass. And I will give this guy four portions of grass and two plates. <laughs> Begin to calculate what happened. I added my own portion of grass to the three to make four. And I took one plate for myself. And I gave two. And the guy was happy. And this one was happy. And everybody went home happy. <laughs> Listen to me. There is always somebody who is looking for what you have to sell. Your problem is that you are not thinking about it. Endless possibility. There are a few people in this church that I've seen. Some of them make t-shirts. Some of them make shirts and all that. And you are buying, you are wearing. Wait, which, which one are you doing? You can wear designer, but why don't you become the designer yourself? Is anybody hearing me today? There is endless possibility in you. In you. Praise the Lord. I think when I got to college, something just changed in me. I just realized that I was shooting for too low in life. And I made up my mind in the first year of college that I will not do that again to myself. That is an injustice to myself. And part of the reason why I shot so low when I was in high school, what I felt my father was not there for me. So I was rebelling against that until I realized that I will mess up my whole life and my father will not budge. So I made up my mind. I said, no, I'm going to get the best. So as soon as I got there, everywhere I went on campus, I was among the best and I was given the best. I never lacked or dropped ball on signing my results. And yet, if it's socials, I'm there. I'm telling you. But I knew my priorities because I made up my mind, no. The only way 
to get and command the respect of my dad who had not been there is for my life to show good result. Nobody cares about you if you don't show good result. You are just confirming what they thought about you. So you better change their mind by showing good result. Praise the Lord. And finally, many of us, we have allowed religion to erase our creative abilities. My frustration, my greater frustration today in the church is the way people have taken religion and we have stopped thinking. Stop thinking. In Psalm 8, verses 4 to 6, the psalmist says, Who is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you visit him. You have made him a little lower than angels. The right translation there is a little lower than Elohim. Elohim is the creator. And the Bible says that we were created in the image and the likeness of God. So if God can be the creator, I have the ability to create the future that I desire. One of the futures that I desire more than anything is to go on vacation at least once a year with all my children and believing God that I will be able to pay for it. I've been able to do that many times. It wasn't because somebody gave me money or I won lottery. I worked hard to get to my desired future. Stop daydreaming about what you want if you're not ready to walk towards it. That's daydreaming. You must walk towards it. You want to be the best? Let's see you. Show it. Religion today has made many people to stop thinking. When I became a pastor, the kind of things we had been taught, it's just like, just believe God and God will sort everything out. Just follow God, just do everything God, God. And after a while, I said to myself, hey, 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 hey I'm getting older every day and I'm getting poorer. Just believe God. I, I, said, I believe God, though, but uh, it appears something is not working. For 10 years of my being a pastor of this church, I did not do $1 business for 10 years. All I was doing was just church. After the 10th year, I made up my mind. I need to go back to my business. And I started racking up my contacts. And I started thinking about what can I do to bring in extra income? What can I do? I'm telling you today, and get me very well. I'm paid a good salary in this church. But my income last year was three times my salary. Outside my salary, three times. So I don't look to my salary to spend by God's grace. Why? Because I began to be creative, to think there must be more that I can do. Yes, I'm a pastor, but I can do more with my life. I can produce more with this life. You can chew gum and work at the same time. I know you have a job, but you can look for one or two part-time things to do with your time so that you can add an extra income. You'll be shocked what that extra income will pay and take care of. You will pay your car note so that you don't keep on looking and say, oh, can I have a car? Can I? Please, please, go and get your car yourself. My friend, go and get your car yourself. Yeah, you desire it. Go, 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 go work for it and get it. And get it. You know? 
When I finished, I finished. When, when I finished uh, college, my father got a car for me as a gift. And I appreciated the car. But you know the truth? Before he bought the car, I already bought myself a car. Go and work for it. You love this life? Eh, work for the life we want now. Shall we rise on our feet? Thank you for joining us and a special thanks to those of you who give to our service. It is because of you we are able to spread the gospel and touch the souls of young adults. If you'd like to give, you can do so on our app, Emerge Champs, or go to our website, www.emergechamps.org. We pray you have a blessed week and see you next time. Bye.